Hey folks, welcome to Tragic Rainbows, where we talk about the rainbow at the end of things we're tragically obsessed with. Today I have Wally, Harley and Butter Toast once again to entertain. Hi guys. Hi. What's up, what's up? (laughs) Okay, uh, today's topic, we're talking about um, childhood where our obsession began and also the stigma around our hobby. Um, I'll probably start with the stigma first. I find that a lot of um, my friends, not them, (laughs) but other (laughs) friends, (laughs) who thinks that this hobby is a waste of money, they're constantly on my back trying to tell me that, oh, you could have used this money for something else. They just don't get it that this is one way for me to um, relax, sort of, as well. You know, like, some people buy shoes, they buy bags, they buy clothes, and this kind of stuff. This is what I buy. Like, I'd rather buy toys, feed my hobby, feed my obsession, than spend money on anything else. Um, food is an exception. <laughs> yeah. Guilty pleasures? Sure. Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. So, what kind of stigma do you guys face? For me, it's uh, because I'm a girl, I should have more girlier toys. Okay, because the type of up, toys. The that, type of yeah. toys that I got, yeah. So, I grew up with a lot of boys. So, I generally accepted more um, male-oriented toys mm-hmm. like monster trucks, uh, Hot Wheels, that kind of stuff. So, my parents tried to push Barbie. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't having it. <laughs> so that's one of the kind of statements I remember very clearly in childhood. I think for myself, um, it's the opposite of what you went through. <laughs> like I was I, I I was being on to more onto the, the girly toys, so I I couldn't understand what's so fun about playing with like cars. Like they can't walk you can't pose them. <laughs> Whereas with like a doll, you know, you can you can uh there's more interaction. They're articulated, you can change their clothes, you can brush their hair. It was just a lot more fun to me. So I I don't know. Just from young, I was. I just love the girlier toys. Yeah, this but, has nothing to do with our subgenders. <laughs> yeah, so it's just preference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and my uh, dad at that time, you know, he was, you know, um, very supportive. Yeah, he was supportive. Like if we go to McDonald's and they have the Barbie and Hot Wheels promotion, like I would always choose the Barbie one, and he's okay with it. Like, I would. He just let me have the Barbie one, and I even had a Jasmine doll that I I could like play with at that time. Yeah, so one of the things I remember from my childhood, which I think it's, you know, I've come a long way since since, since then. then. Yeah. <laughs> as far as stigma goes, uh, I think your stigma is about gaming. Yeah, my stigma was more about gaming because in the early days, uh, it was the nerd thing, like D and D and stuff like that. I was bullied over it. You know, like people like you don't go out and don't see the sun. Yep. I was, uh, I was... Your friends are not real. They're all online. Yep. <laughs> oh, all the girls you stare at are pixelized. Pixelized. <laughs> oh, you're too white because you don't get enough sun. <laughs> is that true, yeah. though? Yep. Yes. <laughs> that is true. Unfortunately. That is true. I did get whiter. <laughs> not Irish white, but European. 
Okay. Um, I'm just gonna list um a couple of toys that I grew up with. Um, we were all not all of us. Sorry, <laughs> just <laughs> Wally, Harley, and I awesome grew now. up in. I mean, we all grew up in the '90s, but Wally, Harley, and me, we we were born in 1990, which is the start of the '90s. Did you so, say that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Just we were born in the '90s. <laughs> there's only, there's only it was the start. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I mean, that's why I said like all of us grew up in the '90s. But it's just that because we were born right at the start of the '90s, I think we missed um, like the first few years of when the the '90s, you know, like how the era of the '90s began. But also at the same time, if you didn't have an older sibling or cousin or someone older to actually influence you with certain things, you wouldn't be exposed to it, you know, like because you're still growing up. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, you had that ten years to grow up before we actually reached like the two thousand. Yep, like uh, Michael Jackson performance. Oh, I love Michael Jackson. I had like so many LC that uh, yeah laser discs <laughs> of, <laughs> of Michael Jackson. Okay. Anyways, um, the toys that I grew up with are basically Betty Spaghetti, mm. Power Rangers, Transformers, Ooh, Power Rangers. Trolls, um, Strawberry Shortcake. And the trolls are not the current trolls right now. It's the trolls that were naked. <laughs> with the, uh, the, the belly, hair, the yeah, the belly colorful, button, the, the Audi belly button. <laughs> yes. That trolls. Um, I... I think towards the later part of my life, I actually, of my life, I mean of my childhood, I actually played with brats as well. I had Barbies here and there. Um, I had Ninja Turtles, Polly Pockets, and um, there was this thing, it, I know right now they call it Babies Alive, something like that, but yeah. basically it's just babies that you can feed, change their nappies, and you know. And they close their eyes if you put Yeah, them you lay them down. Lay them down yeah. yeah. And some of them had that crying thing. Do you guys remember? Yeah, yeah. There's that thing that if you lie them down, then they go. <laughs> that is super creepy. <laughs> But I don't know why I love them. You know what's creepy is the sound. I remember. I remember there were. I know they pee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was. So after you feed it, you just gotta give it a minute, and then you can poop them. There was another one that had um raspberries or something that you could feed it. Yeah, like with the spoon. I remember that. And then it pops away. Yes. Oh my gosh, the the berries were very sinful. I mean, as in like really nice smelling. That I always thought like, oh, if only I could eat this for real. Add it to the experience. Yes. Very much yeah. so. They're still in use today with medical training, actually. What yeah. kind of medical training? What do you mean? Uh, nursing, uh, especially for uh, nurses that actually are dealing with maternity. Oh, okay. So they yeah. use like oh, yeah, baby yeah, yeah. dolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah dolls. baby dolls. The one that I think a lot of YouTubers actually. Um, the they, reborn ones? No, no, not reborn ones. The I ones where the they had to take ones. care. Yeah. Remember, I think high schoolers or something, yes. they had to take care of babies oh, to yes. teach them about sex I education. They like yes. a bag of flour. No, no, no. That was in Hannah Montana. The one that uh, the baby will cry and then depending on how you treat it and then it will actually yeah. give a final score. Yep, it recorded. Yep. Yeah, yep. recorded how you took care of the baby, whether you dropped the baby and these sort of things. And it was all under like, sex education. We should have but we don't have that. Yeah. That was all over Because in Singapore, sex education is about putting on a condom. It's about contraception. Ooh. It's about all this, um, the sexually how, like, transmitted you diseases. Use, you use all these things, but they don't mention consent. Exactly. Ooh. 
They don't mention okay, concept. Okay, we're getting get into okay, okay, yeah. a separate topic. Yeah. Yeah. We're going Let's into the uh, rabbit hole. Yeah, so the <laughs> toys that said. Yami explained to you, it's a little bit more on the outside scene. Like if you actually were... So growing up, one of the biggest toy stores in Singapore is Toys R Us. That's Yay. where you go to if you want to get um, want to all of your different types of toys. Toys R Us. There's also the option of going to Taka. Or basically, it's a more upper-end uh, toy store, a department and store. When she say Taka, it's Takashimaya. Takashimaya, yes. <laughs> Excuse me. It's a uh, Japanese um, department, department store. store. Yeah. yeah, so... It gives you more higher brand items, not just Japanese items, but more higher brand items. Um, but I think I can speak for most of the youth back then in the 90s. Most of our introduction to toys were from McDonald's. And it's those Happy Meals, okay. um, the, the toys that comes with purchase. And those were heavily influenced by pop culture. Mm. So during those times, if there were a TV show or a, a, basically a cartoon animated series that was really popular, that's where you'll get the collection of toys. The collaboration with McDonald's. From, yeah. yeah, so it started like... Um, with the superheroes uh, back then I, I think like DC and Marvel had their own superhero releases I remember they had like uh, the Catwoman figure which mm-hmm. which came with a cat like the cat was yellow like it was just <laughs> yellow <laughs> so personally for myself because I grew up watching a lot of cable I, I, I fortunately had the exposure to different types of TV shows we've got things like uh, Ninja Turtles we've got Pokemon and back then we had things like uh, Biker Mice from Mars so the He's kind of Where American started. Uh, 1992, I think. It was during the time we were born. But I don't remember. 92 or 96. It was in the 1990s. Yeah, it was in the 90s that it started coming out. So, like, for... for our region, I guess. Any introduction to pop culture references, uh, cartoons, it could be like TV shows even, it went through McDonald's distribution. Yes. So once they've had that partnership with so-and-so, it could be Disney, it could be what uh, Marvel, DC, any of the collection toy companies, that's where we'll get our first dips on all these different characters, all these different collections. Do you guys remember Space Jam? Oh, yeah. And how they Lola had like, all, the, all the mugs and everything in we have the mugs at the head, right? Yes, mugs. Oh my goodness, I love those from KFC. If I'm not wrong, that's uh, I have no idea if it's like from KFC. Yeah, or so McDonald's. basically, it was from like a FMB restaurant. Yes. So it's those purchase with purchase, like yeah. the, the toys that come with it. But I collected. I collected. I love Lola Bunny so much. Like <laughs> I remember, I I a wanted lot. her figure so Hold badly. Up. For a lot of growing kids, Lola Bunny was the epitome of like a sexy. <laughs> yeah, I think lady. my my started. <laughs> I did with um, what's your name um Betty no 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 it wasn't Betty Boop <laughs> Betty Boop was really cute to me but like a sexy Olive lady oil. <laughs> far from it um what what rabbit Jessica Rabbit Jessica, Jessica rabbit. rabbit yeah she was the first cartoon woman that I saw I was like is they... she an actual rabbit no, no. she's not that's her oh, last name she's her last name uh, but she did date a rabbit. A rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Yes. Roger Rabbit. That's, that's her last name. Yeah. Okay. First lady in red. <laughs> yeah. So for myself, I, I grew up with, uh, yeah, I grew up with the McDonald's toys as well. I remember like um, when they had a Disney collaboration. So they had these uh, like uh, Pocahontas, uh, Alice in Wonderland, Robin Hood, Aladdin figures that came in a 
VHS box. Seriously, I I don't even remember this. They, yeah, they have it, and I still if you can if you go to eBay. You can I mean, still I find was them. a fat kid, but I don't think I ate <laughs> I ate McDonald's that much. To I would remember. Okay, you know McDonald's was not twenty four hours like back in the day. So I remember I would queue up like very early, early just yeah. just to be like one of the first to get the toy and I remember buying um, having those and then when they have like the Hercules toys um, so basically whenever they, they had this movie tie-ins I would always have them um, apart from that I also grew up with um, uh, Batman Batman toys yeah boy yeah, I so think my first Batman movie was probably Batman Forever Ooh. The one with oh, wait, mine wait, was Poison Ivy series. Batman and Robin. Batman, Batman and Robin. Oh, okay, yeah. the one with Poison Ivy. So yeah, mine. The one with the rubber nipples. Oh. Is <laughs> that George Clooney? That's George Clooney. George Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah. Yep. Like, and Robin as well, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, both of them had the same breastplate. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, but the, the toys I had, um, I had the ones from Batman Returns. So I had the uh, Catwoman figurine, the Batman, uh, the Penguin even. Um, I used to be terrified of the Penguin. But then as I grew up, I was so fascinated by him. He was probably like my favourite villain of like that time. Because I guess now we can understand them like a little better. Like, yeah. And I think we, we could relate. We, yeah, like humanise them as we grew up. Like, Correct. You know, like they came from somewhere. You just had to understand their background a bit. That's right. To me, like, um, I mean, I especially love Catwoman, Catwoman because she's something about that costume and like just the thought of like, I, I used to think I could really make that costume simply by just taking an old jacket and like cutting <laughs> oh, here and I there. he was going to say trash bag. <laughs> it was it was like an old jacket, Jeff right? Yeah. asking, do you have a favourite Catwoman? Uh, she's, okay, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is the only Catwoman to me. Like In your eyes? Yes. Yeah, same. I think when I think of, of um, Catwoman, Cat it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Correct. I think that is just so iconic and then um, later on, I think Batman Forever didn't really like do it for me as much uh, but I love Batman and Robin. Which which is the one with the Riddler? Batman Forever. Uh, okay. Forever. Yeah. Okay, huh? Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was not the Batman. Jim Carrey okay, was face, right? Uh, oh no no no. Val Kilmer Jim was Carrey Batman. Is Riddler. Riddler. And then Two Face was Tommy. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Okay okay. Yeah. So um and then Batman and Robin was uh my next favorite Batman movie. Okay, now we're talking about like films already. But basically, <laughs> but it's okay. I, this is our childhood. And basically, that's it. Pop culture influence. That's right. How so I collected. when I when I play with my toys is basically I want to like recreate those scenes that I would just watch from the film. So I remember having all the Batman uh, and Robin toys as well. But my only my only disappointment was the Batgirl figure didn't have like hair or molded hair. She just had an like the helmet. Oh, okay. And then the Poison Ivy figure didn't have the two cones on her head. Okay. She just had a flat, like... So it wasn't as accurate to the film. Yeah, so to me, I guess even till today, when I when I go for something, I, I go for accuracy. Mm-hmm. So back then, I, I guess it's something that it's ingrained in me for like so long because I would go after these things. Like, they have to look like how they looked in the show mm. for me to recognize them. Yeah, so these are like the... If you ask me about childhood toys, these are the ones that... I remember the most aside from like Power Rangers which yeah. uh, I, would I think play my we cousins. all grew up yeah exactly uh, and like you'll have the masks and you have the swords uh, my cousin had the, the the Zordon that, sta- yeah. that station thing do you know I don't yeah. remember I, I don't know what the place is called but the one with the, the Zordon 
yeah the command center oh, yeah. so my cousin had that and it was so cool like <gasps> so whenever I, I go to sleep over we would play and sometimes we would role play as power rangers and I would always end up being pink ranger like yeah I always try to be the green ranger the white ranger I mean you know the green ranger eventually yeah <laughs> Of course. Right. <laughs> so since we're talking about pop culture and its references through McDonald's or basically yeah. food uh, and beverage establishments, yeah. we cannot not mention Hello Kitty. Oh there my goodness. At the one point, a really big um, frenzy, <laughs> frenzy to collect the Hello Kitty collection mm. from McDonald's. Yeah, and the Hello an Kitty and Dear Daniel. Yeah, so it was an exclusive release and it was not just regular Hello Kitty characters. They had it in different versions that include different countries, different costumes, different, different situations. The first series is the bridal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they had, they had those exclusive releases specific to McDonald's only and that sparked a really big phenomena yeah. uh, when it came to collecting, collecting yeah. dolls or, from McDonald's. Yeah. I don't think this was all before Teeny Babies actually came, I mean, excuse me, Beanie Babies came out over in the States. But has McDonald's ever collaborated Beanies. with Beanie Babies in Singapore? I think I've, yes. I, I don't seen, remember. Oh, was it like the those keychains kind of like Beanie Babies? I saw it wasn't so. like the regular dolls that you would buy or that, that might have been available in the States. So for us, it could be like a smaller version or like it could a, be like part of a Happy Meal, right? Yeah, like yeah. The, um, Hello Kitty and Dear Daniel set they were, released. Yeah. Full size, yeah. It was full, full size, size, which you could uh, purchase uh, on top of like yeah, your yeah. extra value meal mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That just reminds me of the... Um, Sesame Street oh. collection. Oh my goodness. That was that crazy too. as well. Was, it, that was, was that crazy? Before. It was quite crazy because people were trying to complete the 30. I thank God. Was it 30? 30? Is it 30? I think so. Um, I, think I don't know. They had like pack, um, pockets. pockets. Yes. yes. And, they had, and they were all numbered. Yes. yes. They were all numbered to help you ensure that you can track that yes. you got all of them. Every one of them. Exactly. Yeah. You know what's fascinating is that back then McDonald's actually put in a lot of effort in trying to have very huge collections mm-hmm. like aside from the Sesame Street they also had these like um, bears which bears? they had these like air bears they're not care bears no, 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 they're no, just no, like no. regular like oh, bears yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember? I remember I remember and they have all the costumes and they, everything they have different, like, costumes, different costumes and, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and there's always like a boy and a girl why am I getting like so excited <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is part of our youth this is how we started cultivating the idea of collection mm-hmm. or yeah. being collectors finding maybe a certain series that we want to complete and you set. always want to be a, a completionist yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> as much as possible that's probably where it started for you right <laughs> finish that guys. set and they also had the um all 101 Dalmatians when the movie came I out. I think, yeah, yeah, I remember. And I if you think about it, it's really like a lot, a lot of money. And also because spend. they're 101 Dalmatians, can you tell the difference between the different ones that you're supposed I mean, to be collecting? I, I, I don't think I can, but it's like, <laughs> wow, 101? Yeah. So with all of these references when it started, like I think even petrol stations at one point, they released their own... Um, uh, insignias I guess like for example Esso had the little tigers they also Ooh, started with yeah, the, the, the tail the keychain the, the tail it wasn't just, no basically it was just like these little soft toys that were filled with beans but they're all different tigers different types so we've got like uh, the orange tigers the white tigers I'm trying to remember but I, 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 I remember that growing up because my dad would 
every single time he park petrol, he'll get the, the I just, dog. So I just know, at the back I just know petrol uh, stations always have all those cars that they're trying to get us to collect. Yeah. So <laughs> the cars. Yes. Oh, oh I remember they. I had all. I didn't know they were from so petrol many. stations. Yeah, petrol stations. Yeah. And they're four dollars. Like, two of them. Petrol stations. Two or three yeah. of them. So, uh, for example, I think it's SO. SO is okay. I'm seeing we're just we're just going crazy right now because Wally has just googled up the picture. So there was a period where these kind of beanie babies or beanie yeah, versions yeah. of soft toys were part of a collection. So everyone was just scampering, trying to collect all the variations yeah. of all of this. Did you guys uh, ever stop collecting? Like, you know, uh, maybe tragic, a point of time. Really tragic story. So when I was growing up, like I said, because I preferred more boyish, boyish toys. toys yeah. I had like Hot Wheels sets. I had all the figurines from the different... The, the different TV shows back then I remember Biker Mice from Mars being one of my biggest favourites that Ninja Ninja Turtles I had the DC figurines as well like I'm a really big fan of Batman hence Harley uh, like I used to collect them and then I think growing up we moved house and conveniently all of those disappeared uh, I don't know if it was sold off or if my dad kept it uh, but they started pushing more female oriented toys for me to collect instead. I thought they were they were given to like, I hope they had better homes given to yeah. better homes yeah, yeah they better had homes. better homes but um, that was my tragic story of having that collection and then losing it but as I grew up like in any instances if I find because like I said I'm a more selective collector mm. so if I have something that maybe reminds me of my youth back in the 90s if it's something that's not too expensive to get I, I'd still get it uh, I don't know for memento sake or like I don't know I feel like the 90s were a great time same like same thing. <laughs> the era of great things the era of great things yeah and it wasn't just toys back then like yeah it's anything, the movies the movies the shows the pop culture references the, the songs everything boy bands of the 90s of the 90s yeah so if there's any references there that I want to revisit or keep I'd still get it but I think it's nice that um, some of these toy companies uh, are bringing back some of these old toys re-releases yeah. re-releases yes. or you know, I think um, like the an example with like the Star Wars toys that mm-hmm. I think we saw earlier today at Toys R Us, where mm-hmm. you know they, the one with the card backing, the card backing, they are ex- they look exactly like the ones made by so Kenner okay. yeah, 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 yeah. years ago, and I think Kenner like they closed down or they, they rebranded themselves and now like Hasbro took over and Hasbro re-released them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, for nostalgia's sake. I think you can watch the toys that made, made us okay. on Netflix. I shall. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting and I hope more of, because these are toys from the, the 70s, the 80s, I hope toys from our generation, the 90s, would also okay, make a comeback. Okay, and that yeah. wasn't yeah. a sponsored comment. So yeah. Not, not sponsored. But Hasbro, sponsored. like we open, we are We're open, open to your sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> We're always available to review anything and everything. So your, sorry, your, your question was about, <laughs> about when did we ever stop collecting? Yeah, like was there ever a time that you know you kind of stopped or took a break I from collecting? For me, it was uh, as I was becoming a teenager, yeah. and then I was told that you know it's time to grow up, and you know you should stop playing with I toys. Wanna I wanna be a Toys R Us kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No copyright infringement. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I thought that okay, if this is what you know being um, an adult should be like, then okay, I should stop. So I think I did like 
for that first few years, I guess I was just concentrating on like study. So you and you don't really have time to like play with your toys. Like you just spend time on the internet, you know, yeah. doing schoolwork. MSN. MSN. <laughs> it's only much later on when like I I started saving like enough pocket money and I learned how to use like the internet once again, you know, like and debit TV card. And debit <laughs> card. Oh my goodness. But it was like remember a time before debit card where we had to ask someone to help for, us yeah, yeah to get it for right? us yeah, yeah. so yep. later on when we got our own debit card I think things just it opened up uh, the a slide whole gates. new world <laughs> yeah it's a whole new world and no copyright infringement <laughs> on that so I yeah and I think maybe I took a break for like three to four years of no collection but three, and, three to four years is not bad I would say yeah that, and, and that's just for me three to four years and after that I just slowly like start buying as and when I see them on like Yahoo auctions or oh my god Yahoo, Yahoo auctions auction. auction. <laughs> so I did manage to get some like Britney dolls from there like local sellers did you get the Westlife doll from there too? I got that one from eBay oh okay yeah yeah so that's that's mine what about Harley? I don't think I ever... It didn't feel like I really stopped. I think because, like I said, I'm a selective collector. Mm-hmm. I kept looking out for things that I really wanted and I just kept getting them. Like, I have been quite blessed that if I wanted something, I could always get it. And we had the means for it. Mm-hmm. So then when I started working and then I started earning my own money, it was like a treat for me. Every mm-hmm. single time I find I found something that I really definitely, liked. Definitely. Yeah, so I didn't feel like I stopped collecting. Like, again, maybe like it wasn't to the point where like, I needed to have complete collections, right? I just looked for things that I really liked and I kept it and then like it was much later where I could start to afford buying two of things that I wanted mm. so I could keep it plus play with it yeah yeah. so it didn't feel that much of like I stopped it was more like I was being selective I think um, unfortunately for me I never stopped I, collecting no <laughs> no that was what I was gonna say I was gonna say that I actually stopped quite early I think I stopped collecting um, when I was in primary five. So you were eleven. Yeah, because I think I <laughs> yeah I was eleven. Uh, that was the year that my sister passed. So I think I had to grow up, and there wasn't like okay my elder sister she was I would say our personalities are very much very similar. So yeah, so she was this um, big kid, like. I think she was, she's 10 years older than I am. So she was, um, she really started working quite uh, early. She just finished O-level and then she just started working. So she had the means to actually spoil her sisters. So since I was the youngest one, she would spoil me, of course. She would every, yeah, exactly, (laughs) spoil me rotten. Rotten kid. Every time she gets her pay, the first thing she'll do is bring me to Toys R Us. And I get to pick anything that I want. Just one item, of course, like every month. But every month. Wow. That's the thing. Every month, I get to go to Toys R Us. Yeah, and just pick anything. To a point that I really wanted Barbie's roller ski- uh, rollerblades, but my feet were too big. My feet <laughs> were too big. So, yeah, no Barbie roller- rollerblades for me. But other than that, she bought me like a lot of the toys that I owned when I was younger. 
um, the last thing she bought for me was um, a jasmine costume. I have no idea why I wanted to be Jasmine. But the blue one? <laughs> yeah. The blue one with the midriff showing. <laughs> but it, it was a fake yeah, midriff. Yeah, yeah. photo. Yeah, no! Thank God! <laughs> but yeah. And um, she was very much into Looney Tunes. She loved Doraemon. Oh, yeah. She loved Disney. What? And her favourite was like... <laughs> her favourite was Donald Duck. Everything about Donald Duck. And then she loved um, Tasmanian Devil. Devil yeah. yeah, that was like... Those, those were her favourites. I never got the of Tasmanian Devil. I think she just find it cute. Controlled chaos. Yeah. So she was the one who spoiled me. And then like after she passed, I felt like we don't have the means anymore. Because we didn't have that person who, like an additional income to actually support whatever I wanted. So I stopped there. I stopped at 11 and I didn't start collecting anything like until I kind of like earned my own money. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like in my teens when I took like part time. And then... um, Drinking water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, thirsty. <laughs> thirsty. And then I think I started working at 14. But I didn't start collecting like toys at that point of time. It was mainly I was into K pop. So I collected a lot of like the CDs, the albums, and yeah, I started at uh, Daily Friends. I remember the Daily Friends job, but not the K pop at 14. I think it was. Um, it was animation yeah, things. They yeah, it was K-pop and then it was animation stuff. It was a lot of like anime, yeah, Japanese oh, anime, yes. a yeah, lot of BL. Was. Oh my goodness, I was so exposed to BL. Can we, can, watch, can we have podcast. a podcast to talk about BL? Okay, please? sure, sure. Let's, so, let's keep this on a PG-13 yeah, she, she's, she's, she's a, a really big influencer. Really influence for, for how we turn And then, <laughs> I move out of the fandom. <laughs> yeah, she after, abandoned the ship. After I introduced it to my fellow friends, <laughs> I abandoned ship. Yeah, so, um, okay, before, I think, right after my sister passed, I had this uh, habit of actually going to shopping centers and just staring at toys. To a point that people thought I was going to steal the toys because I was there every day. I don't know if it was because I I felt the like the absence of someone buying me things that I like. So I'm just there staring at things that I want. But of course, you know, my parents were both working really hard. They were both um they were just earning I would say not the most, you know, of salaries. So Just enough to keep you above water. Pretty much. So I probably got like one to two toys a year. You're making than... me feel really guilty about how spoiled I was growing <laughs> up. I mean, it's like everybody has their own privileges. <laughs> yeah. So my privilege was pretty much freedom. That was my privilege. Yeah, but besides being free to do whatever I want, like for the toy part, I remember there was this... um department store in Bukit Merah where I grew up I would go there every day after the school the Emporium yes the Emporium mm-hmm. <laughs> I would go there every single day and I didn't care if I had friends or not who wanted to go with me I would be there at least to stare at it for like 30 minutes where it's just the, near the interchange where the, the fair price interchange. is now yeah 
there used, used to be a departmental store yeah. called Emporium. Yes. What Emporium or Emporium? no? Or is it like Oriental? Something like that. I remember, I remember this Emporium word yeah. was like a very 90s thing. Yes. I don't remember the specific name for it, but yeah, that's where I went every single day. Yeah, like cool after and Barbie section, I remember. Yes, yes, yes. So I was there. And the thing is, because the section was right at the back and it's pretty secluded. So I think people thought that I was going to steal something. Mm. I mean, those things were like huge. How am I supposed to like put it in my bag in the first place? <laughs> but they had a fashion avenue pack. I don't remember. Fashion <laughs> the, the fashion tags, they were called Fashion Avenue. Yeah. And then, like, like I would stare at them, but like I said just now, like, I stopped collecting Barbies because there was this thing within me, even though I was young and I didn't understand it, like, it didn't look like me. You know, like, these Barbies didn't look like me. It was this westernized person and it was of no... Um, you didn't feel affiliated. Yeah, no, it didn't relate to you. Yes, yes, yes. I couldn't yeah. feel like I don't know. I just didn't feel like I relate to it basically. So like what I told Harley um earlier today, uh, earlier just now is that I would cut the Barbie's doll, uh, the Barbie's hair like really short to a point that she was almost balding. But you yeah. know of like Angelica pickles. Yes, <laughs> I would cut the hair that much and then. I would undress them and let them all be naked. I don't know why. It's just that, you know, like, I didn't want to see them dressed. Like, I don't want to see them looking nice. You know, and to a point that I thought to myself, like, I'm just destroying all these things. Like, yeah. I shouldn't be, you know, buying all these things anymore. They're nice to look at and everything. But, yeah, like, I should just, like, stop. And then I moved on to berry spaghetti and reds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can understand. Like, I, I couldn't relate to Barbie dolls. Like, I had a ton of them. I had a whole set. Um, I had, like, the caravans. I had their houses. There was a lot of trying to shove this down my throat. But at the same time, I just couldn't relate. There was this white girl with blonde hair that did not look anything like me. Yeah. Living a life that was, like, what the fuck? Fabulous. <laughs> so, it wasn't us. So it's nice that now, you know, uh, since 2016, Barbie has uh, reintroduced different body types, more yes, diversity. they expanded their collection. And I've started collecting Barbies again. <laughs> yes, and curvy I'm so ones. proud of her for, like doing because that. for the longest time that he's known me I've hated Barbies yes like, I don't ever want to be associated to Barbies like no Barbies no but when I see her like at the in the Barbie owl at Toys R Us right now and I even know certain things that she doesn't know yes, and like, he's like <laughs> Kelly is now Chelsea yeah so I'm really really proud of her so yeah, yeah. thank you <laughs> um, other than that I've also moved on to be um, a collector of designer toys which uh, now it's back to stigma because people just think that they're not worth it. To me, I appreciate the, I would say the handiwork of the these uh, indie artists. Of a personal touch. Yeah. it's Sometimes they're mass-produced as well, but it's just that they have so much character in them. I'm just like, you know, each artist has their own like touch. Then again, speaking of stigma, like the kind of toys that we grew up with were targeted for kids, mm-hmm. but with designer toys, it feel more like more meant for adult collectors. collectors yeah, definitely. Which is why I think it's it's. A Do you remember all the packaging? All of them says this is not a toy. So thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. 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 Hasta luego.